Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sisters, we are building a school. That is right. We are partnering with Nguvu to build the Bright Future Academy School in Tamale, Ghana. Nguvu is the Swahili word for strength. And Nguvu Foundation aims to serve underprivileged communities in Ghana by partnering with over 1,500 women to pick and produce shea butter and its byproducts, providing them with fair pay and opportunities to support their families. These women are truly strong, capable and productive. However, sisters, we want to support them with a challenge that they face daily. Let us explain. These women are often the sole caretakers and breadwinners of their families. And due to the predominance of poverty, they do not have access to nurseries or can provide some kind of care provision for their children whilst they work. So we are building the Bright Future Academy, which is a free preschool that will provide a safe environment and a high quality education for the children of these hardworking women. Our aim is to raise £10,000 in the next six months to be able to build, furnish, staff and open this school in early 2024. And we need your help to do that. So please, please donate. And you can always find out more information over at twomysisters.com or in the YouTube description or in our show notes. Help us to support our sisters in Tamale by providing their children with a quality education and a bright future. And these archetypes are what people fall in love with, Mm -hmm. not necessarily people. This isn't just about like performing, but this is actually really about coexisting with someone in harmony and in balance. (laughs) Men will want a traditional woman and then be upset when she comes with traditional expectations. She wants a traditional husband. Why is it that the modern woman is seen as such a threat to the Mm. patriarchy and a threat to the men that are looking for the quote-unquote traditional bells <laughs> their toes are being sucked their back is being blown out and they are writing love letters in their journal do not be lied to hello and welcome to the to my sisters podcast i'm courtney and i'm renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the to my sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters around the world and in today's episode we are going to be talking about patriarchy and the passport brothers okay. the passport bros the men that are simultaneously trying to find a wife and reassert themselves at the top of the patriarchy all right let's go let's go very excited for this one but before we dig into it do we have any housekeeping announcements well we are a few weeks just a couple of weeks out from new orleans we are going to essence festival if you didn't know if you're new around here because we have been talking about it a whole bunch but we are going to be do hosting a brunch in new orleans during essence fest weekend and so if you are in nola mm-hmm. over the weekend as well as just around the new orleans area and you want to come and have some brunch with your sisters then please head to the link in our description so you can grab a ticket to have some brunch some food some clink clink, clink some clink, hugs some kikis with us 
Absolutely. And also a note that if you have been following to my sisters for a while now, you'll know that we are <clears throat> authors. Mm. So sisters, thank you so much to everyone that has purchased a copy. We absolutely love you. We adore you. We appreciate you. And it's just been so heartwarming hearing all of the great reviews that we've been getting. The sisterhood, the bonding, everything. So mm-hmm. if you've been missing out so far, not to fret, you can still purchase a copy of the To My Sisters book, A Guide to Building Lifelong Friendships by clicking on the link in the description below or in the show notes. So yeah. please support the sisters, support the sisterhood and really invest in your own female friendships by grabbing a copy of the book. We love to see it. And also sisters, again, thank you so, so much for all of the donations towards our school project in Tamale. We are over the halfway which is incredible like we are literally almost there and we are so indebted to all of you and your support with this project so please 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 sisters please encourage a friend a brother a sister anyone in your network that really thinks that this is a worthwhile cause to support and please donate whether it is a donation or even just a simply sharing, you know, the link, sharing mm. the work that we're doing, we'd appreciate it all. So please, please, please stay on it and stay supporting the project. Thank you so, so much. Without further ado, would it be a TMS episode if we don't have a dilemma? So can we get a little ding, ding, ding? Dilemma. Dilemma. <laughs> yeah, girl, I'm messed that one up. I know. I was the- <laughs> you know that ones here like, child, you were trying to do your tour at the time. too much. <laughs> I was doing entirely too much, folks. We actually give all the God all the glory. <laughs> hey, sisters. Hello, friends. Good thing you're always sitting all comfy on your couch because okay. you'll need that for this one. Okay. 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 <laughs> Let's get into I saw it. The then. Opening of this and it made me laugh so much. I'm turning 28 tomorrow, and my Love life is birthday. a full blown drama series. Yes. Mm. Happy birthday, sis. We hope you have a fantastic day. For real. My boyfriend, now ex boyfriend oh, of no. four years, broke up with me in March this year, and I haven't been okay. Mm-hmm. Long story cut short, he was not ready for marriage and he felt that I am. So he thought it was best we went our separate ways. Mm. I was shattered. That is how I came across you two lovely ladies. So he's been reaching out to me um, here and there. It doesn't surprise me because we were best friends. Mm. I also started talking to a certain guy at work and he has expressed his interest in me. Mm. Frankly, I am not ready to dive into another relationship, especially with someone I hardly know. Mm. We are therefore taking our time to see where things go. I honestly still want my ex back, but I know we would have to really figure out a lot of things before I can even consider giving him another chance. Yeah. Now here is the dilemma. My ex called me yesterday, Mm. then sent me a few songs to listen to. Just some Mm -hmm. nice uplifting music. I told him I would listen to the songs, but I didn't get back to him as fast as he would have wanted me to. When I wanted to respond, I realized he had deleted them from our chat and had blocked me. This sent me into a downward spiral. It's literally a day before my birthday and I am sad because I feel like I've lost him forever. I was doing well in my healing, but now I feel feel like I have taken 10 steps backwards. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. Please help your African sister out. Hey, Way. sister from the it. continent. We love to see it. Um, interesting. I don't know if he blocked you because you didn't respond in the timing he would have wanted right. you to. And I think that there needs to be a clear end 
to this if it's going to be that it has ended and I get it it's actually very recent we're only in June and you broke up in March Um, and I can imagine that with the excitement around your birthday as well as the heartbreak from this situation you're probably experiencing a roller coaster of emotions or you know a plethora of emotions at the same time and so definitely be patient with yourself on this healing journey it is definitely not linear when it comes to healing sometimes you feel like you regress sometimes you feel like you're making progress but Mm. at the same time it's something that needs to be embraced every facet of that journey needs to be embraced um what I will say in this situation is if you and your ex are you know still feeling some type of way about each other obviously there's still well there was still contact post breakup then maybe have a conversation which is and really reflect on your feelings, first of all, Mm. but have a conversation as to whether you actually want to get back together. But before that could happen, if that was a possibility, you both need to be on the same page about your future because you don't want to go on another cycle of, oh, we're together because we really like each other, but then we're going to break up because we actually don't have the same timeline, the shared vision, same goals and things like that. So I think it would be worth bringing up that conversation with him, but unfortunately he's closed that door (laughs) for you. And so unless you want to send this man a letter, right um he's kind of being Not childish you're 100 percent um because how's she gonna reach him right, Do you, know what I mean? you know that was where you said like one pencil Not an paper. email or something yeah. like dear i hope this meets you well um and it could be because he's in his feelings obviously we won't know we don't know his side of the story mm. and so i think it's important for you right now to think okay what is the next step of my life going to be what's the next stage is it trying to rekindle the flame that I had with this man and then trying to reconcile that situation because I'm sure if he had this like similar feelings he would reopen that door or is it I'm actually going to move on now moving on doesn't have to be dating somebody else because as you said somebody else is interested in you but if this is still very fresh you can take things at your own pace you're okay to tell this person who has shown interest you know I've I've you don't even have to share that you've gone through a breakup but you can be like you know I'm not in currently in this stage where or at the place where I would want to date and I wouldn't want to mislead you but maybe if you have interest in them um we could continue to have conversations kind of build on a friendship like let's just talk let's see how things go get to know each other but I'm just not in that place where I could I could say that I want to date um and I think just having that clarity and that honesty would definitely be worthwhile just to make sure you don't lead someone on Mm. but also so that you don't confuse yourself about what it is that you are doing especially if you have conflicting emotions surrounding your ex and the way that situation ended so for me this kind of looks like for you what do you actually want like ask yourself that what do you actually want I know you may want your ex back but is that a realistic option right right? because if you don't want to compromise on you getting married at some point um soon then you can't force your ex to suddenly change unless he wants to right and if you then kind of embark on the whole, well, I'm moving forward, take your time with that. Take your time. You don't have to rush into dating. You definitely need to heal, you know, kind of let those wounds have their necessary time, um, go through the motions of the sadness, the joy, the memories, and definitely surround yourself with community at this time as well. I know that um, I'm sure at this point, your birthday has probably passed, but I think 
situations like this can make us want to isolate ourselves. Mm. But a birthday is something that needs to be commemorated. It's something that needs to be celebrated. And although you may not be spending it in the way that maybe at the beginning of the year you thought you would, you can still really make it a good day. You can still make it something to remember by surrounding yourself with friends, family, other people who mean something to you and who can really, you know, keep you company on that day or during this time of celebrations. We are big advocates for birthday month. So if your birthday was around now, then girl, keep keep living it up. (laughs) Um, But definitely take time to celebrate and have something that can bring you joy amidst the confusion Mm. and joy amidst the the heartbreak as well. That's what I'd say. How about you? No, I completely agree, man. Happy birthday to you, sis. Enjoy this month. This is the month of you, really and truly. And I think it's such a shame that you receive such a message literally the day before your, your birthday. Like, my good sir. I need you to have a little bit more text next yeah. time. If there is going to be a next yeah. time child, there might not be. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I completely agree with everything that you were saying. It feels like you need a little bit more time. Mm. And the thing about time is time can really heal a multitude of heartbreaks. And I think that just really taking the time to focus on your own healing and really double down on the things that you value within a relationship mm. is really, really helpful. Of course, things still feel pretty raw. And I think that it's not always necessarily helped by the fact that they're still present in your life. So even the fact that he blocked you may have actually been a good thing in disguise in that, you know, sometimes the access or the appearance of an open door can really prevent us from moving forward because we're constantly looking behind us, constantly thinking, well, maybe I should wait it out or constantly thinking, maybe I should go backwards. And perhaps this was an opportunity to get a little bit of closure. Mm -hmm. And I really want you to think about why you've started to almost blame yourself as to why, you know, um, he's blocked you or Mm -hmm. why he's taken this step. It could very well be something on his end insofar as maybe he wanted you to move on or maybe he wasn't ready to pursue that. Maybe he felt like it was a mistake in that he recognized or realized that actually you two aren't compatible in that way. So I think allowing yourself some grace and really not trying to shoulder the blame, I suppose, or shoulder, um, the responsibility of the breakdown of that relationship Mm. by yourself is super, super important. And then when you're ready, really thinking about pursuing a relationship that is true to your values and your principles. Of course, the person that you're speaking to at work, you don't really know them that well, but that's the truth of many relationships Mm. in the beginning, right? And the friendship, the um, engagement, the feeling of like community and communing with somebody takes time to develop. So I think equally not... I don't know anything about this fella that you've been speaking to. Maybe he's a cutie. Maybe you like him and maybe it just necessitates a little bit more time um, to really get to know him and really get to know yourself and then really invest in that relationship. And as much as your ex was your best friend, well, Mm. I'm sure you guys had a really great run and I'm glad and happy that you had a mostly positive experience with that person. But don't allow the fact that you found something beautiful in that relationship think Mm. that make you think that you won't be able to find something even more beautiful in its due time and something that's actually aligned with the things that you want for yourself and your future so sis pull one out for us birthday month whether you are a drinker or not prosecco white wine uh non-alcoholic beverage whatever it is even if it's juice j2o have a J2O on us and please, please enjoy your, your birthday. As Courtney was saying, finding moments to really enjoy yourself Mm. and have joy with the people around you, your friends, your family, those that really want to celebrate you during this time, really lean into that. And girl, congratulations to even getting to 28. Good Lord. Beautiful. Lord knows that we beat, we 
be going through a lot of things <laughs> in our time. And it's, it's really tight out here. So mm. congratulations to reaching 28. Yeah. We are so proud of you and all the achievements that you have made over the course of those 28 years. Yeah. Um, and we're really wishing you the best in this healing journey. So sis, happy birthday. We hope that this was helpful. And sisters that are listening in, please, please, please hop over to YouTube and comment below. Do you have any parting words of wisdom to our good sis turning 28? Yeah. Even the sisters that are 28 plus, do you have any words of wisdom that you'd like to share? Any birthday wishes that you could share with our good sister a little bit of wisdom is always appreciated always. around the streets of two my <laughs> sisters so please 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 come and wish our sister a good happy birthday month now moving into the meat and bones of the conversation yeah now miss courtney i am not sure if you are aware i am not of <laughs> i'm not gonna lie even when you intro the cover i was kind of like, like what is this well i'll wait for you to tell me what it is yeah don't worry oh i say don't worry but i don't think i, I should think, i think you I, should yes so passport bros or passport brothers refers to this growing trend of men well to be honest it's not necessarily a new trend but it's a more um sensationalized trend these okay. days of men that are departing the western world to find their spouse okay so they are going to more quote-unquote traditional places yeah. or for example going back home quote-unquote mm-hmm. um especially if they are a member of the diaspora or whatever um and we've seen it on episode on their shows like uh, married at first sight and all those okay. kind of 90 day fiancés but an increasing amount of sentiment around i am tired of the modern woman well, well, and well. i would like to go home and find myself oh. a proper homegrown traditional patriarchal wife so that's the uh the passport bro. right thank you and uh passports it, it basically it denotes the guy that's picking up their passport to go and find their, right. their their spouse right so before we actually talk about the passport bros mm. i actually wanted to talk about the modern woman mm. so we've had conversations around what it means to be a woman in quote-unquote the modern day mm. um some of the constraints that have been lifted off of us due to you know campaigns against the patriarchy yeah. and just generations and generations of passings and the the reform and what it means to be a woman why is it mm-hmm. that the modern woman especially on social media but also in communities mm. why is it that the modern woman is seen as such a threat to the mm. patriarchy and a threat to the men that are looking for the quote-unquote traditional bells <laughs> as their wife that is interesting i think one whenever somebody um does not conform to traditional expectations it just looks like rebellion mm-hmm. and i think the history of rebellion is the, or people viewing something as rebellious is it's almost evil like akin to and I no 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 but I I think of this and I liken it to how people kind of demonize feminism and Mm. deem like in the sense of the demonic sense do you go I mean where it's like oh this cannot be good Mm. this cannot be um something sacred this cannot be something that is beneficial to the world it has to be if you're trying to turn something on its head it has to be with negative motive and I think people assume that that negative motive of the modern woman who has not necessarily rebelled but maybe she has resisted Mm, right mm -hmm. and there's been a resistance to the traditional expectations the traditional roles the traditional um standard set that kind of hold women bound to a certain way of manifesting their femininity or manifesting their personality and when a woman resists that and lives outside of that as an outlier people assume the motive is negative number one and number two 
they presume that to be a threat to men. So Mm. it's not just a threat to the patriarchy. It's a threat to men themselves in the sense, not that men perceive it as a threat, I would say, but more so they think women are now on the offensive, right? They're trying to be contrarian. They're trying Mm. to be something that cannot be consumed and has a nice taste to them right Mm -hmm. and I think that that's why people are upset about it because it's like but I don't want you to be this way and if you're not how I want you to be how can I be pleased especially in a world which has often positioned women to please men and it's like well now that you're not doing what I would want what I've romanticized what I've been told that I deserve Mm -hmm. what it is that I should expect how can I now consume you pleasantly you're not pleasant and I think there's that like we we look at situations like cat calling you should yeah. smile more or oh. all of this it's more so a i want to consume you in this specific way i want to gaze at you i want you to be in society mm. um for me to enjoy for my pleasure and i think that's the general sentiment of men and that's the dynamic that patriarchy sets us up for mm. and so i i think the reason why people see the modern woman as a threat is it completely turns on its head everything men have been idolizing and everything they've been romanticizing and desiring. And I think it's more so because men and women fall into this as well. When we look at the negative effects of patriarchy on men, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to masculinity and its ideals, people fall in love with the romanticized image and the stereotypes and the ideal woman the ideal man and these archetypes are what people fall in love with Mm -hmm. not necessarily people Mm. right and if you were to value women as people if we were to value women as people in society we would realize that the beauty of the human experience is that we are all unique and Mm. so diverse but people don't want that diversity diversity in thought diversity in purpose diversity in skill um because we want archetypes we want Mm. the image we want the perfect consumable product it's like Mm -hmm, with a barbie mm -hmm. right if you have barbies on a shelf and you see your friend with a barbie one day and you're like i want one you're going to expect to go to the store and see a thousand of the same type of barbie how frustrated would we be if you saw your friend with a barbie and then you realize you can't have that exact one Mm. you go to the store and every single barbie is different and now you have to choose your own it's kind of like no but i want what they have right and it could be that you're comparing yourself to your peers or you're comparing yourself to generations that have come before you or you're comparing yourself to this ideal that you may not have even ever seen before but you've Mm. heard about and now you're constantly you're constantly on this search and expecting every single model of the same thing to be the same when actually in real life, we're not Barbie dolls, right? You go, you find women in society. We're not sitting on shelves. We're actively doing work. Number one, we're, we're up and about, not everyone, everyone's life is different, but that's the thing. It's difference. And I think that the threat that this modern, modern woman poses is a threat to the expectation of sameness, right? But actually she's different. And that's hard because it then means you can't find what you are looking for. Right. But can you not necessarily accept, but appreciate what you've actually found? Mm. Right. How about you? Oh, that's good. That was good. Thanks. That was a whole court. No, I definitely agree. I think the, 
the construct of the modern woman because i think there is a distinction to be made mm. uh, be- between the modern woman as in like women that are modern and then the modern woman the mm. caricature mm. of the mm. modern mm. woman like that women we see. living in the right. modern world we, um the caricatures that we see online that are often brought to the fore when we're discussing what's wrong with womanhood and women right now and the yeah. loss of femininity yeah. and it's that right it's the destabilization of what we've associated with masculinity yeah we've associated power control independence mm. agency with mm. masculinity mm. and how threatening it is when the things that we've associated with quote-unquote masculinity yeah. is now being eased not even just acquired but easily acquired by mm. women now right more women are going to school in fact in some demographics women are by a landslide overtaking men more, more women are accessing um money financial freedom more and more women are finding themselves um child free mm. deciding not to have children more and more women are finding themselves not actually wanting to be in a committed relationship so all of the things that we have traditionally associated with masculinity yeah. are now being acquired by women yeah. and that's a threat because when you have um when you have associated these things with masculinity, when women start acquiring these kind of things, what does it mean to be a man all mm. of a sudden? All of a sudden, you can't assert the dominance. All of a sudden, you can't assert the power. Yeah. All of a sudden, you have to contend with somebody who, for all intents and purposes, is either your equal or may have surpassed you in certain spheres yeah. that were previously associated with your masculinity. That's really good. And I think rather than, I think the unfortunate thing is, rather than looking at modern women and saying, raw like you guys need to know your place and you need to take it down a peg mm. i need like more of us to look at masculinity probe what it really means to be a, me- a, a man and really think about has this definition of masculinity has this socially constructed masculinity really worked for mm. us because even that right we look at other generations and we say oh i want a barbie doll that looks like this it's only the perception of that really that holds true exactly. have you actually thought were these people happy? What was the reality Did this of it? work? What was the reality of the day? And I think it's also that resistance to the fact that things are actually changing. Yes. Structures, not just patriarchy, but literally structures around us are changing. The economy is yeah. changing. It means that it is actually like, it's almost impossible to be totally reliant on one yeah. person's income for the majority of us. Yeah. In reality, a lot of us, especially when we are in partnerships with people, will need to combine incomes, which means that both of you will have to work. 100%. Dealing with that reality, right? Thinking about um, the reality of ownership, right? Yeah, when you want to own, good. for example, a house or mm. um, any kind of like financial asset, mm. it is actually necessary mm. and quite wise to actually partner up with somebody 100%. who is making like money yeah. like right they've they've got bank or um even thinking about like future if you did want to have um, a child with someone mm-hmm. it makes sense for a lot of people to really think about what does childcare look like what does that division of labor look like yeah. and i think it's that there's a lot of people that are rather than having conversations and really appreciating the differences and the nuances within their own relationships with women they want something that they perceive to be the yeah. true emblem yeah. of what it means to be a husband and wife yeah. or in a relationship with a woman or whatever they seek to take 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 whilst retaining the power that they've traditionally had Mm, in society and for society progress at least in my opinion you will have to deal with the changes you will have to in fact you may have to embrace it in order to overcome them and i think what also frustrates me sometimes in these conversations is there are even some people that have accepted that okay the woman is going to have to do you know substantially more these days but are still unwilling to compromise in that power dynamic Mm. so it is the i still expect you to bow to me i still Mm. expect you to you know um 
concede to me in this specific way, despite mm. the fact that our reality is actually yeah. different. So it's really like, how do I partner with this woman yeah. as opposed to how do I dominate this woman? Right. And I think that's the frustration that I have when we have the conversations around modern womanhood and how she is the Delilah mm. or she is the Jezebel that is destabilizing family mm. structures and destabilizing relationships. Mm. And it's like, well, she didn't just rise up in isolation. Yeah. She's actually risen up as a response to some of the key changes we've yeah. seen over time and space. And rather than seeing it as a threat, ra like rather than seeing that as something that is destabilizing, think about it as a response to some of these changes. And yeah. also think about the ways that we can not necessarily redefine masculinity, but tweak it a little bit so mm. that we can both thrive. Yeah. Um, I also think it's interesting how people see these things um, and how it's framed by what people believe a wife is. Right. And this maybe lends well to like the passport, passport bros. Yeah, passport bros. Passport you're bros such an conversation. Auntie, man, the way you're like, oh, this thing that these guys on the internet. You know what? I actually about. think not being on Twitter yeah, has been helpful. a big drawback. Well, actually, no, I actually think it's been a drawback in aging me. That there's so many things I don't know. But to be honest, it's more like mental aging. Okay. Fair. Do you get what I mean? So I feel like staying away from Twitter is actually really good for oh, your no, mental I've, health. I've actually Add wisdom. Thrived what, yeah, a person. Thrived. <laughs> but it's like you'll come across it. But to be fair, it's also starting to penetrate like YouTube, TikTok, yeah, this whole yeah, notion. Yeah, but more so in the red yeah, pill circles. And that, exactly. So. But we've definitely spoken about um, like curating your feed and stuff. Yeah. So definitely go and listen to that episode. But the reason why I brought that up is I think people do this as if they are hiring help. Yeah, or hiring yeah, staff members yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like okay this is there and, I, and I, I am not a man I don't know the psyche of men but roll with me here since we're all on the internet talking about things we're not pros in I know. right um <laughs> firstly I think men can and this is what we do with visions right and the visions and plans that we make for our mm -hmm, lives mm -hmm. we think practically who do I need to help make this happen? Yeah. If we're looking at like a household or a family from an organizational perspective, you're probably going to go looking for a partner who fits the work you're trying to do and fits the vision and the thing that you're trying to build. And so I think a lot of men are traveling because they're trying to acquire someone who fits into their perfect image. And I think this requires us to now reframe what we believe to be assets in society. Mm. And I think the criticism, the undue criticism that the modern woman has received is often because people do not see how she is an asset Right. to a man yeah, yeah, or yeah. how she can be an asset to a family and it's kind of like okay you diverting away from tradition traditionalism and our traditions of you know maybe cooking cleaning the things that you associate with traditional femininity child rearing the perception that you are veering away from that because oftentimes that's actually not the reality people think because you have a job you can't keep your house mm. clean or because you have a like it's, it's this lack of nuance this lack of duality that women are not afforded in the sense of you can actually be a working woman who knows how to cook, yeah. who knows how to clean. But the assumption is if you leave for work, how do you have time for all of this stuff? Because we're multifaceted people. So I think that's also a, uh, a drawback in the argument in itself. But back to what I was saying, I think people do not see that a modern woman can still be an asset to a family because they still think that the role of a wife or the role of a mother is simply cooking, cleaning, keeping a house and being like, 
the housewife or being the person who can bow at your feet and do all of these things. And I think people have that almost as a job spec. And then when they meet a woman who's a modern woman, they think you can't possibly fulfill this role um, because you're too busy doing everything else versus seeing that one, the modern woman, yes, can be an asset, but two, we shouldn't actually see human beings like that. Mm. It's not that you can't be strategic with the vision you have for your home and the vision you have for your family and be um, intentional about who you partner yourself with I think that's actually very necessary but I think the fundamental is when you are marrying a husband or you're marrying a wife or you're seeking to be in partnership through community I mean you're seeking to be in partnership through relationship you're getting with a human being and you have to see that human being for more than just what do you do for me Mm. and how do you fit into my picture yeah it's it's so reductive like as your partner I am not fulfilling a job role right and that's how you then see people treating their wives like maids Mm. treating their wives like servants treating their wives like house help and not wives and even that idea of traveling back home to go and get someone who do you have you taken time to understand hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com their culture there's this idea that they will just assimilate into your life Mm -hmm. that you can completely absorb them into just your vision and your plan for the future maybe because you assume that oh their values will be aligned to mine why do you assume that their values are aligned to you because what we also need to pay attention to is the fact that we're living in a modern world which means we're dealing with modern men and, right and hmm, so hmm, is this hmm, idea that hmm. like you can go back and get someone from back home and they'll just assimilate into right, your life right, and you right, can right. shape them into who it is oh, you need them oh, to be and you want them to be and oftentimes that leads to an imbalance in power exactly. number one but also you removing from them their agency and their uniqueness and their decision to be directive mm-hmm, and so i'm mm-hmm. not saying that like no one should go and do it because you know i love a good oh we met back home yeah and yeah, yeah i don't i really don't care who you marry or like yeah no and i think it's because you will make your household work exactly right exactly but what i'm trying to get at is you shouldn't be making your household work at the expense of a woman's agency her freedom her ability to actually be unique but more importantly her ability to be appreciated right as a partner I love that you brought up the modern men. Yeah. Because that was actually a point that I wanted to pivot to real quick. Based off of the example of, I can't remember what show it was, but there was a a video floating around on social media recently where an American man had flown, not back home, because this was definitely a white man um, flying to the Arabic world um, to find his Muslim bay. And I was just like, yeah, 
there's several layers of problematicness in there, mm. but he, you know, flew back and was looking for someone and got into an argument with a babe that he was interested in because he was kind of bamboozled at the fact that she took, like expected him to take care of all the bills, absolutely every single bill, expected him to be out working literally all the time, had expectations around, you know, obviously for her to submit, he needed to demonstrate that authority and the primary resource was money and he wasn't making enough in her eyes and it's crazy and i thought it was beautiful that men will <laughs> want a traditional woman and then be upset when she comes with traditional she wants a traditional husband you know what i'm saying and it's like i think it's that right i think there's also a it's so problematic how people think that their modern money is enough to satisfy a woman from quote unquote back home or somebody from the quote unquote global south, right? There's that assumption of, you know, we was treat we were gonna be treated as kings yeah. when we go back home because this, we're making enough money. This idea like, that you'll be helping them out. Maybe it's not enough. Or that it, they will just be it's, impressed because you have foreign money. And the whole idea that respect is due you simply by virtue of being a man. And it's like, no, if you want to take the it, West, most right. Likely. If you want to be super, super traditional in some of these particular instances, please be aware of the fact that masculinity provides. And this is why we are constantly having conversations around why we need to actually have conversations around um, redefining masculinity. Mm. Because when you are allowing masculinity to be defined by how much you can provide yeah. let me tell you something baby as soon as you stop providing you stop being a man 100 do you want that for yourself 100 do you want that pressure for yourself and i know that you know again as you said we can't speak to the psyche of men we have male friends we have people around us that are men we have male older figures as well We're just making observations we are just making observations and we've had conversations with Theorizing. them okay we have good men we will never understand the psyche of men but baby, understand that in a partnership, you've got a partner. And if you're looking for A, you better bring B. And I think it's that, right? The absence of the B. What do you bring to the table mm, as a man? That's a real question. You can't be out here talking about, I want a traditional wife and you're not a traditional man. You mm. are a modern man who is constrained by the reality of the economy that you operated mm -hmm. in. And I think it's an awkward conversation for men to have because nobody wants to be out here talking about, I'm actually broke or like, mm. I actually don't have the capacity to provide for you in the way that mm. I want to, mm. right? You have men that are contending with modern women that are now telling them, look, like, look, babe, like, Ain't you ain't making like enough. This. You know what I'm saying? You ain't making enough. I can work and we can work this thing yeah. out together, but it's very much contingent on how much you are willing to see me as a partner mm. in this particular context. Mm. Then you decide, oh, I'm going to go and try it with a traditional babe. And she's going to be like, well, I need you to bring the money. We have bills to pay. We have mouths to feed. Literally everything. There are some cultures where literally women take their salary from their partners. 100. Their upkeep is on their partners. 100%. Right? Everything. And it's are you ready to contend with that expectation if you are to go quote unquote exactly. back home? Are you ready to? And can you deal with the weight of that as well? Because I think one of the drawbacks we have seen of like toxic masculinity is that comes with a lot of pressure on your finances, but also on your mental health and your ability, like your actual identity. What if one thing goes wrong? And as much as you can say, well, that won't happen to me, you actually don't know. Like three years ago, we were hit by a global pandemic. Yeah. I'm sure people were not planning to lose their jobs, be made redundant and all of that. And yet it's happened. What are you then going to do when you have children to feed and a wife to feed as well? Um, but also what does that do to your self-esteem and your identity and realizing that you are actually more than just a provider. But if you do sign 
sign up to a system where that is the cultural expectations mm-hmm. or that is the culture that you've made in your family unit, then you're going to have to stick by that. You have to take up the responsibilities you signed yourself up for. And I think what's interesting, especially having watched many a Nollywood film where this is done, so I think, funny. yeah, no, because this is not new. It's not. <laughs> it's not. not literally, like, almost this every is Nollywood. Nollywood uh, is before. Nollywood is, is ahead before of its time. time. Like, I'm what? telling you, a sociologist is making those films. Um, it's interesting because often you see whether it's the men going back to the village to find somebody, the and love then of their bringing life, bringing them back sudden. to the city. But the thing is, oftentimes it's not the love of their life. It's somebody who will do. Right. You're right. right? You're and right. they're picking someone who. Yeah, she'll do. Or someone's been put on them as she fits the spec, right? But then what happens when that woman rebels? Or what happen happens when that woman starts evolving and starts changing? Oftentimes, there isn't an attempt to understand. Mm-hmm. There isn't an attempt mm-hmm. to evolve with her or in that mm-hmm. same direction because often these women are co-opted into someone else's story. Right. And I'm not, rem- I'm trying, I'm trying hardest, my hardest not to remove their agency from them because obviously they are also choosing this men, these men. Um, and they are in the relationship as well as active mm-hmm. participants. So it's not like, oh, these women are just kidnapped. Do you get what I mean? No, they choose, girl. they choose to marry these men as well. Yeah. Um, and I think that they deal with their own expectations and having to adjust in that as well but i find that often when the evolution starts to happen the immediate thing is to reprimand Mm. versus to journey with and to adjust with do you get what i mean because you don't see that person as a partner you see them as somebody who needs to be obedient and subservient and if they're not subservient they are defeating their entire purpose Mm. in your life and i think that's why companionship actually matters and oftentimes we see people moving from the West to go and be with somebody in the global South and then kind of getting confused when there's a loss in translation. Yeah. When it's like, especially with the example that you just gave, if you lose your job and you're the provider, you would then want that woman to stick beside you. But for her, you're the provider. This is very transactional. And you benefited from the transaction when you were looking for a partner. But now that you can't hold your end of the deal. You want modern or Western ideals to take prevalence of like companionship and friendship and stick beside me through anything. Money have a mech. I don't need to stay here for nada, right? Um, I just think it's interesting when people treat other human beings as just little toys in their playhouse. And like they can just put them wherever they want, however they want. Speaking of treating human beings as little playthings, yeah. we won't flip the conversation because, you know, over here at the TMS streets, we like to have a conversation with nuance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We like to travail into places that may be a bit uncomfortable, mm-hmm. a little bit uncomfortable because whilst there is a legitimate charge to be had when we have conversations around passport bros and yeah. modern men and their rejection of modern women, Equally, we do have to sit with our women and say, let's also inspect Mm. how are our modern women contributing to some of the tensions that we're seeing within the play space. So to what extent, because having conversations with quite a few of like male friends and Mm. men around us, it seems like A, the dating pool is crappy for everyone. But also there is for some women, the expectation of wanting to be that modern woman, but then also being the traditional woman when it suits her. (laughs) Yes. 
Yeah. So I want to hear your thoughts on that. Yes. You know, we're talking about the kind of babes that expect the man to provide everything, even though she's making that pee, believing that, you know, his paycheck is now her paycheck, but her paycheck is her, her paycheck. paycheck. The woman that is out here expecting him to hold it down while she is simultaneously making her bank and being the yeah. independent woman that she wants yeah. to be. Talk to me about that. Let us not allow the culture of the day hey. to bamboozle us. Hey, sisters, hear well. <laughs> into using people. There's an element of revenge. Right, 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 right. In the right. sense of, well, we've been used, we've been consumed, right. we've been objectified. Hello. So tables are turning baby Child, no. <laughs> it's a switcheroo um, so I, I, no i do think there's an element of yeah. that right which is well why sympathize with that because well, why make that a problem because women have been experiencing that probably even to more extreme degrees and more harmful degrees mm. um for a much longer period of time so i think that whilst i actually fully hear that and I fully understand where that's coming from. I still don't think it's beneficial right. to do the flip around yeah, and yeah. to do the switcheroo because fundamentally it still results in us using people and objectifying people and treating people as though they are just a part of our story exactly. and they don't have a story themselves. Exactly. Um, I think the immense amount of pressure that that puts on a person to be a provider for you, but you not, reciprocating in any way and kind of playing your cards close to your chest and being reserved and not giving yourself fully over to your partner um whilst it may seem strategic it often results in the absence of love the absence of affection um and the ab the absence of true unity because you are constantly operating as an individual even though you're in a partnership and i think that that's dangerous for the future of relationships mm. because it will just cause um disasters just on the other end of yes. the scale yeah um i do think that it doesn't actually help us reach reach our aims because as much as you may think well i've got my own money though i do think practically when you think about it if you are adjusting your life to somebody else providing mm -hmm. for you and being there and their money being your money if they were to go it will affect your economic situation right i think there is a delusion that sometimes we operate under or can start to operate under as women which is well i can actually do this all by myself and so even if you stepped out of the picture i wouldn't change my life exactly at all and it's like actually it would change your life right how many dilemmas do we get about heartbreak but also on a more practical side how many situations have we seen where women because the man has been the main provider have probably adjusted their entire life such as becoming the childcare provider mm. or such as being the, the the housewife or becoming the person who is taken care of and it started out of choice and it was it still remained out of choice but now it has completely affected their cv yeah they've got gaps yeah, yeah, in their yeah. cv now or they are they're not at the same financial place they were at before and so if that man was to step out of the picture it's not that they're completely reliant but you cannot deny that their entire lifestyle would actually change their right. economic would status would actually change but more importantly they would lose somebody who's been a significant part of their life and we need to be careful not to see men and I've, oh, i'm gonna sound like a patriarchy princess not a pick me it's crazy oh my god oh my god it's important not to see men as just these villainous archetypes yeah, who you yeah. know are in our lives and have held all of these you know oppressive powers but at the end of the day um we just want to use right. and get the benefits of because actually as many of the dilemmas we have received prove we actually love them 
or the ones we pick anyway for the majority of us no, even people, if they're no good you know that people be like oh men are trash and then they're laid up under a man. no and their their toes are being sucked their back is being blown out and they're writing love letters in their journal do not be lied to do not be hoodwinked okay city girls cry too specifically under a man <sighs> The, no, and and this, this is just it's another layer of deception which unfortunately we do have to address yeah, even do. though it's perpetrated a lot we by do. women we right do. oftentimes there's this idea that oh i can do like the city girl thing right and i have no issue against the city girls do your thing Hello. or that culture my thing is this do not be deceived into thinking that they are the ones that are winning or this is the only way you can win when it comes to love and comes to relationship. Right. And again, rewind to about three minutes ago when I said I understand why things like this emerge because the imbalance has existed um, against us for, for so long, long that it's like, nah, we're going to get our slice of mm. the cake now. But I think one thing that this removes oftentimes and what we're trying to do in society or our generation is trying to do when it comes to relationships, which is not going to work is remove the emotion that comes this with relationships it. this is it like honestly and truly you can't tell me that this person that you've been doing life with you completely despise this is and in, their money is making up for this everything is it. this is it i think that some like when we think about relationships we need to take the you're a man you're a woman or whatever and think about is this actually a friend to you like really layering it with is this actually a friend to you because companionship the em heavy emphasis on the companionship the person that you decide to commit to needs to actually be your best friend. They don't need to just be a provider or a, you know, submissive or whatever. They actually need to be your best friend mm -hmm. because there won't be, there won't always be situations where you need to basically cosplay as mm. wife or husband. Mm. There will be situations where actually you just need your friend in that. Yeah. Like you need a friend. And it's like when you take off the lens of like gendered expectations, you start to realize this isn't just about like performing, but yeah. this is actually really about coexisting yes. with someone in harmony and in balance. Yeah. And it's so frustrating, especially on behalf of women, because girl, I get it, especially because a lot of us are responding to not just our own trauma, but mm. generational trauma, mm, mm, where mm, we've mm, seen mm, women mm. that have been financially abused and manipulated. Yeah. And we think that we can straddle the two of being the independent babe who's getting her own money and has her like emergency funding case yeah. this man is misbehaving yeah. while simultaneously trying to be the woman that is like his babes and that's a go-getter but also is equally being taken care of mm. because it's a choice it is this like i feel like we're almost in an identity crisis and it's less 100%. so it's less so about overlaying all of these gendered stereotypes and these gendered functionalities and more so about who's the individual that I'm with mm -hmm. or who is the individual that I would like to be mm. with and then also matching based off of that and also understanding that there will be certain criteria or certain values that you have mm. which may narrow your dating pool mm. and getting to grips with that I think this is less so about like the gendered expectations but more so around the reality of if I have x value this means that my pool will look like this mm -hmm. and that is okay yeah. I think too many people will come and say oh you know the dating pool is trash it's like no the dating pool is not trash it just means that these people are not the people you're looking for mm. but i do actually think the dating pool is a bit trash and i th i feel like it's because everyone is trying to play these games but this is you know my issue with that is everyone says the dating pool is trash everyone so who mm. is the trash that you speak of because you'll speak to one person the dating pool is trash and the person that they dated will say ah oh, the dating pool is trash yeah so who is it whose fault is both it? both of them everybody They're 
No, Man. but this is what I mean. I think when you have people operating in a culture which tells you that this is how you navigate dating, this is how you navigate relationships, and literally they treat it like it's almost like we're on a treasure hunt. You know like, and I mean? everyone is sabotaging each law. other or everyone is holding their game cards closer. Playing. It's game playing. And that's the thing. I think when everyone is playing a game, that's when the dating pool becomes trash because this is the game we've decided to play and everyone's playing according to their own rules or these rules that are being set by little internet echo chambers and people are genuinely, I think you're right, having an identity crisis about who they are and who they truly are, right? What their morals are, how they treat people, how they want to be treated. So many people don't actually know what they want. This is it. So many people don't know who they actually are and when it comes to relationships, how they will treat someone and how they won't and you have people sitting up saying i would never do this i would never do that but until you get into your specific exactly. relationship you actually won't know because if we're asking for men to humanize us we also have to humanize them there we go. and so we're dealing with individuals so this is a case-by-case basis but when people go into relationships or into dating with actually i'm going to put the cultural expectation on you or I, we're going to do this in this specific way if not i'm going to call you broke or if not i'm going to call you a pick me or if not i'm going to call you a hoe if you don't operate according to my expectations, I'm going to demonize you. Why are we all fighting but this, with each I, other? I'm a human being. Why are you projecting your expectations onto me? Especially if I never said that that's who I was. And that's why we always call out the deception aspect, right? Navigate the dating pool based on who you truly are. And so that the people open. who choose to date you are truly dating you and know what to expect. But this is it. It comes back to that that um, the point earlier around... If you have particular values, understand and sit with the fact that Mm -hmm. it will narrow your pool, right? There's a lot of guys that will not do that or own Mm. up to that because it will narrow their access to the people that they want. Similarly, there's a lot of women that will entertain a lot of guys purely because they know that what they truly hold dear to them will narrow their access to the amount of guys that they may want to interact with. And I think it's like for both sides or all sides to really sit with the fact that if you have specific values, not mm-hmm. only do you need to actually um, perform the other side of them, be willing to reciprocate, but understand that it narrows your pool. That's 100. okay. Yeah, It narrows your pool. You won't have access to everyone. It just takes one person to be your companion. But that's the thing. People want the mass amount of options Man, and they want to be able to... Stop. No, and I'm not, I'm not agreeing with it. I think that's the issue. People want to be able to pick whoever they want this and make it. them who they want them to be. Desirability, but that's not again. what you do. That's not how w- the world works. That's not how life works. Um, and I completely agree. It And I've been saying it, like it just takes one person and we need to stop playing the dating game as if it was a numbers game and as if we are just trying to increase all of the odds and just embrace the fact that especially if you believe in monogamy you just need to find your one person and I find that the people who are actually most successful in relationships or most content I would say content is actually the word Mm -hmm. the people who are more most content in relationships are the people who are truest to themselves they know exactly who they are they know exactly what they like what they don't like and they're happy with their own uniqueness they're not trying to play the dating game they're truly trying to find their match they're trying to find somebody who they have common interests with common desires common vision um and they actually enjoy and i don't think a lot of us appreciate that simplicity I don't know if it's because we think it's harder than it actually is or like you said and I I think this is the more likely thing we just think it narrows our dating pool entirely too much and that makes dating less fun 
And, and I, I don't think it makes mm, dating less fun. And that's the thing. I think that's also a product of the culture that we're in, right? Yeah. Where we need to now be desirable to everyone. Because yeah. think about it, back in the day, things worked because you'll find one person. You'll be sending them wanna, love letters. Do you want to make this work? You'll be, ah, this is the love of my life. Do Literally, you back in the day, Wuthering Heights and them man there. romance. And what? that's the thing, like, we've actually made dating devoid of romance. And instead, man. we're having these conversations about how we can cosplay love, right? Yeah. If he flies you out here, if she does this for you, if she... Um, if she cooks for you, if she, then she loves this you. It's it. not about that. It's about what do you actually truly want and how does that truly make you feel? Because if not, you're going to go into a dating situation and project the internet's expectations right. onto this one person forgetting they're a human being with Child. a life experience and a life story and they are meant to be doing life with you. Not the world, not the culture, not our generation, not TikTok, with you. That's right. We need to go back to the days where the man then will be um, climbing up a pole to go and see their love of their life. That one. With the boom box. Like, right. I, I'm telling you, go right. back and watch High School Musical. Um, that's so Raven. Just all go of them. Back. A different but world. Like. Our generation is going to struggle with it because again, it comes down to people pleasing. There we go. And, and wanting our relationships to be on display, access. giving people access to be able to approve or disapprove. Stop it. Stop it now. Remember, it only takes one, not the yeah. 20 million that you see and online. And stop living for public this view. Is the, this is the thing, because a lot of people will have dating interactions that they'll now come and post on social media. And it's like, okay, you've now been validated by 60K strangers that will probably never interact with you again in the same way. And actually don't care. They don't. Like they've kikied with you or said, oh, yes, queen, you were right to dump his ass. And it's like, Okay, what do we do after that? They actually, they're not going to be there to help you heal. Or like they're vice not. versa for the man them. It's like, yeah, bro, you tell her. you act. Who it's you? dumb. And it's going to land you. a lot of us old and lonely. So let's stop. Let's cease and desist. And on that note, this episode has come to an end. Cease and desist. Stop. <laughs> stop. End it there. End it there. Put your hands up. That's right. You've been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> sisters or even <laughs> brothers that are secretly listening because we know there's an increasing amount of secret brothers that are listening in mm. especially the folks can i also just say the folks from the red pill content because our content has started to penetrate that hi guys how are you <laughs> hope it's good over there have you bathed today <laughs> did you find your babe i hope you've made a million pounds today <laughs> have you found your traditional wife yet no well i genuinely hope all is well with you Honestly, we have to pray for them or something because some of the commentaries, there's been some angry people in our comments recently. I was telling Courtney, guys, there's been some angry people in our comments recently, especially guys that have been like, well, if I'm a six-figure guy, let's make it... And this is the challenge but but are you I mean, if i'm a six-figure guy making xyz i can do whatever the heck i want no you can't over here mate you should pack it in and go home but also what gives you the right and why are you here why are you telling us we don't care about this you're not our audience do you know what i mean like you're not our community two my sisters is called two my sisters for a reason unless you see yourself as a sister if not there is content that they make for you it's not this <laughs> Go and find it. It always makes me think. Kevin Samuel's channel is still up. Yeah, it is. Go and search it for is, it. Right, right. Go and There's seek, enough to seek your, your godfathers day. and your landlords. There please. you go. You know what it always makes me think of? You know, that prison break. There's this scene that me and Courtney have been laughing over for the <laughs> longest time. <laughs> where, um, what's his name? Bellic. Look? Yeah, Bellic is like trying to solicit information. <laughs> 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 from 
from one of the prisoners and he gives him like food Tweener. and like junk food. Yeah, he tries yeah. to solicit information from Tweener and he gives him a burger to eat. And Tweener gives him the most useless information ever. And Felix snatched that, that burger. He was literally biting. <laughs> Give me that burger, stupid fool. <laughs> I feel like that's what we need to do when our content reaches like the stratosphere of red pill. Just that's not for you, This you. is not for you. It's like, not. and I think that's another thing. You need to know what you want to subscribe to. I would actually go as far as to say sometimes what we're talking about is a life philosophy. Yeah. Like, and, and that is often the context that we are coming from right where it's like we are actually shaping your holistic view of life your some of your principles and how you approach everything right from friendship the way you treat people to career and you can see it through i think people interact with some of that content when it enters the manosphere and think we just sit around here talking about relationships because right. you haven't seen the canon exactly of content that we've actually put out where we're addressing money motives building a future, vision setting and all of that stuff. And so realize that when you're listening to us, you're listening to somebody or you're listening to people, sorry, who presume that there is a certain kind of life you are trying to build wider than just your relationships, your romantic relationships. And so you may not actually be aligned with that. And that's actually okay. If that's not the life you want to build, we actually wish you well. You must go. But leave, right? Because no, 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 you have to go because this is not the wisdom that you need to get to where you're trying to go. Now we're here trying to tell you where you're going. It's there's a ditch over there, right? We've said this before. Where you're going, there's a hole. Where you're going, they will you'll find yourself in a pit. They'll sell you into slavery. But you don't want to listen. <laughs> but you don't want to listen, and that's okay. We have to let you go. We have to let you go on your oh merry my way. Gosh. Is when you say leave, you know, in the last episode. <laughs> In the last episode, you said people leave. People leave. Oh my gosh, I was crying when I listened back to that. When you said it today, I was just like, "Damn, people got to get going." But that's the you thing; it's like we actually, you are free to roam around, but we would be here. bad people to tell you that one where you're going may not serve you well. But hey, if you want to go there, that's your own personal and choice. Also but also, hundred. But also, then this is not for you. Right. You will constantly butt heads with us because we, we are do actively seeking out two different things out of life. We don't want to do that, and that's okay. And we're not going to fight you, Mister Six Figure Man. Allegedly, because we never went on some profiles and we said, "God damn, maybe I don't y'all know just about need that. to buy better phones with your maybe six figure salary." Yeah, maybe it's six figures in cities. <laughs> Naira, baby. I don't know. We got a hundred thousand Naira. We gotta do a conversion or something. But But sisters and secret brothers that are aligned with our principles and aligned with our canon and aligned with this community. God bless you all. If I God bless you all, even if you're not aligned with us, we 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 actually have no like personal. But maybe God is bringing this to you (laughs) because you need to start. No, maybe you keep finding us because you need to start listening. Your life needs to change, and if that is the case, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. No, you have to start your rehabilitation. God (laughs) cannot keep sending you sites and you're resisting. So let us help you. (laughs) If you're looking for the sign to change your life today. You know, altar call. It's an altar call. This is an altar call. If you would like to change. If you'd like to change. Turn away from your wicked ways. <laughs> we welcome you to the front. Sisters. To hit that our subscribe time is button. spent 
Our time is spent today, but let this be the beginning of the time that you have spent seeking the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you. So sisters, thank you so much. We would love to hear your opinions on the passport brothers. How are you feeling about them? Not just the passport brothers, but the modern woman, the Mm. modern man, the minefield that is modern relationships right now. We would love to hear. So please drop it like it's hot in the comment section below. We would love to hear it. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't subscribed yet, as Miss Courtney said, please hurry up and be subscribing. Let's subscribe. Let's, Let's start the movement and start the change the revival that we seek to see it is now now. (laughs) we need it now so please subscribe (laughs) share the podcast please share this with a passport maybe you have a passport bro in your midst share this podcast episode with him maybe you have a modern woman a city babe in your midst share this podcast Mm. with her and hopefully we'll start to reach more people and have Mm. some really meaningful purposeful share conversations the share, share the, the link. link share the link we're live we're live now folks we're live share the link i wait for 100 people to like the video yeah if 100 people like this video we'll do a part two. Oh, we get 100 likes regardless oh yeah that's true <laughs> child okay maybe if 1k people like this we'll maybe. do a part yeah, two there we go if you'd like to hear the part two we might even get a 1k dislikes <laughs> anyways let me end this podcast episode share sisters make sure to sh- um, sign up to our mailing list as well if we haven't peppered you enough on the social media we will definitely pepper you enough mm. in the mailing mm. list so please sign up www.tomysisters.com and of course come and follow us on our individual channels the lovely lady the magnificent the wonderful the lady to the left of me at cd Wateng, and of course come and follow me over at renee kapuku we love to see it sisters we hope that you have an amazing week we hope you did actually enjoy the episode and we'll talk to you very very soon as always keep glowing and growing hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.